Money Show. The Africa Business Report. Victor Homaswana with the Africa Business Report. The richest man in Africa, Aliko Dangote, has finally made a commitment, a financial commitment to helping fight Ebola. Is he being criticized at all for taking his time? Who took longer? Who should have acted earlier, Bruce, on the Ebola thing? I think African leaders could have done a lot more, but you can say the world could have done a lot more. Africa has its own weaknesses. I'm just encouraged that I see him because he's invested in Liberia. He's invested in Benin. He's He's got investments all over Cameroon and all that. So I believe he understands that part of the branding is going to have to do with, with Ebola. But perhaps he was waiting to see what leadership there is because with Ebola, you need the governments to come on board. So he sees the World World Health Organization, he sees the World Bank, he sees the United Nations, he sees the US, the Chinese, and he thinks, okay, then it will be, because he will put in resources probably. But Do we know how much he's committing? No, we don't know. But if you are the richest man, I'm sure you will give the richest endowment. Uh, that's the, uh, I will, Forgive me for being cynical, but I, I do wonder, you, you wait on the sidelines, you watch to see what happens yeah. as the rest of the world responds to an African crisis. Yeah. Then you jump in. Yeah, because uh, if you have money like he does, can you imagine how many requests he oh, gets huge. a day? Absolutely. So you can't say yes to everything. But I think in the end, you saw last week there was a Spanish, an, an Abuja or Lagos, Spain bound flight that couldn't even land properly. It was searched more than the others. It was subjected to all kinds of quarantines before it could let the passengers go. So already he understands he's in Nigeria, but Nigeria is connected to the rest of the region. If he doesn't act, his yeah. brand takes a pounding. Will his input make a difference? I don't know. But it's it's much more denting on his brand to not be seen where the Hollywood stars are already coming up. You, know, you saw the guy, Idris Elba, whose parents, I think one is Sierra Leonean or, or somebody. He's the guy who played Mandela. In played, yeah, freedom, exactly. Yeah. So when you start getting superstars, Whoopi Goldberg coming up, the, you, you can't be the richest man on the continent. The people are coming from Hollywood to help your continent. Which would have been nice for him to lead from the front. To lead, but definitely. We'll definitely. talk about the science of leadership and as to whether or not he should have done more earlier with Mark Khan in just a couple of minutes' time. We don't judge. We just ask questions. Um, Demand for handsets, cell phone handsets, uh, telephonic handsets on this continent are absolutely booming. Not just handsets, Bruce, actually smart smartphones even. They are are making a major, major shift. The International Data Corporation, the majority of growth is in the smartphone category. In the Middle East and in Africa, the countries we are talking about is Egypt mainly and South Africa, as you know, just about every second child who goes to a school in Johannesburg will have a smartphone of another. In fact, they carry more expensive smartphones than their parents. But 40% year on year to reach, 40% quarter two, 13 percentage points a year, year on year to reach that. It's just a sign what mobile telephony has done. We used to talk about telephone. Do you have a phone at home? Fixed line. (laughs) How are we going to get? Now it doesn't matter. These mobile phones have said we are taking over and they are showing. That's why they are growing much more phenomenal. But then the mobile money revolution, everybody's Uh, jumping on that bandwagon, which has been led by the likes of Mbessa with Vodafone and with MTN and mobile money on the African continent. Yeah. Yeah. And Bati Airtel, which is not the original money. Well, they went there when Mbessa was originated, being an Indian company that came, tried to buy MTN 
if you remember they are in Kenya now they are in in, in in all 15 about 15 African countries they are finding themselves having to match what Safaricom is able to do and they are creating a lot of problems because already Equitel which is a Bharti Airtel company is collaborating with James Mwangi's Equity Bank Equity Bank is almost part of the founding community of Mpesa it's a Kenyan bank and they have been fighting Safaricom of late Bruce they even went to parliament and parliament said no give James Mwangi a chance to transfer money but do also mobile telephony which is where he teamed up with Bati Etta because he says Safaricom was going to his competition and wanting to offer mobile money solutions to other banks so I had to do something but it's just one of those areas that show that exclusivity is not the way to go it's about cross-border connection mobile money transfers the more the merrier because then you know it's a platform that's open to everybody what's Econet wireless trying to do to cars in Zimbabwe well they are doing what you could say I don't know what we call it in South Africa but it's a it's a fleet management in its own way because it will ensure that you'll be able to do you install they say for hundred dollars a car twenty twenty dollars a month you are able to help the vehicle management among other things you can track them but most of all it's all about the the control remember if you have a cellular phone connection you can then monitor you can manage you can protect and all do others but it's more remote control that's using the mobile platform mobile cellular phone platform they did already get the money, the mobile money solution called EcoCash. So I think they are just showing. This is Strive Masiwa, Bruce, the the man you know who lives here in South Africa to a very large extent. Quite a revolutionary man in the media as well as in this space. But I think they are saying over 1.2 million cars will be connected in a few months. That's a lot of money if you are charging $100 per installation and you're going to be charging $20 a month for for service fee. But I believe that with the cross-border crime that's happening and considering how much movement happens between Zimbabwe and here, it would help to be able to monitor where the car is. And in fact, it could be one of the solutions that could assist in tracking movement of the goods. Yeah, absolutely right. And then finally, the Maputo Corridor, uh, things not all uh, smooth sailing in the Maputo Corridor? Yeah, $2.2 billion to be injected there, public enterprises. You know what? It's not going as well in as far as it's taking longer. Remember Rio Tinto already has pulled out one of his operations yeah. and the reason they pulled out was they didn't have the infrastructure. They thought we will move it down the river. The Mozambican authorities said, no, that's not environmentally friendly. You can't do that. So what is happening here is just the Mozambicans are realizing how much money they are going to have to put in here to get concessions going. But they are now not just connecting Mozambique and South Africa as we have known it. They are bringing Swaziland into the mix, which will then create a lot more excitement because then it will mean the Swaziland economy will be able to have more options. Remember, there are many other things that the Swaziland, Swazis are not doing. They are, they are a sugarcane economy, but they have lots of other potential that they are not doing. So maybe with this kind of collaboration, the port of Maputo, it will be a way to modernize it because remember, it now has competition in the north of the country where you have the deep sea port around Nakala and because of the activity that's more dominating in the north of the country, Maputo Corridor has to remain more relevant to be the, 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 the corridor of choice. Victor Gomeswano at the Africa Business Report. You know, our colleague Mandy Wiener um, is very famous, right? I know Mandy Wiener. Yeah, yeah, Mandy Wiener. She wrote the Killing Kebble book. Killing Kebble and, and Behind uh, the... Behind uh, now, uh, Behind the Door behind with the Barry door. Bateman. Yeah, um, yeah. They, they've co-authored that. Um, she's now really made it. I'm sure she's been on CNN. I'm sure she's been on Sky News. Yeah. But she's really cracked it today. She was on Isidingo, apparently. At least her voice was on Isidingo. Really? 
Um, because Issy Dingo, being all time sensitive and all of that sort of yeah. stuff, with the, filling the gap left by generations, Ooh. talking about the Oscar sentencing, and they get Mandy Wiener's voice into it as well. Are you being serious? I'm being dead serious. Well, I would say go Mandy Wiener. Mandy Wiener's hit the big time. <laughs> go Mandy Wiener. She's practicing Dingo. Victor Homoswana with the Africa Business Report.